Okay, we're recording. <laughs> Jesus Christ, basic storytelling. It's called the sorority house, slaughterhouse sorority. There are no sorority. It's her aunt's house at the bar. At the at band. The band. <laughs> at the band. Oh my God, this is so fucking awful. <laughs> All Brilliant, right. but awful. So we literally just finished doing the commentary episode. Um, couldn't wait to hit record for this, so... All right, this is episode 975 of LAW Anthology Series Review for Lee Martin's The Midnight Hour 404, uh, Page Not Found. Oh, sorry, Slaughterhouse Sorority. Um, that would have been a better title. <laughs> episode 404, Page Not Found. Yeah. yeah. Page Not Found, because that was her name, right? Page? <laughs> Dana. Oh, whatever. We made more sense it was Page Not Found. We left Dana in the pan the at pan my aunt's here. house. She's a slut whore. Okay, so yeah. Holy shit! Phoenix so, West, Dick Ticket. Let's Dick, discuss. Okay. <laughs> this show is so terrible, <laughs> but it's so fun to watch. Like I, I mean, it's bad. This is probably the worst shit. This is the worst one yet. I mean, honestly, the title makes no sense. The acting is atrocious. The tattoo is atrocious. <laughs> this guy has a fucking tattoo, a chest tattoo that says life's a gamble with these cards on his shoulder blades. And he's, oh, he does not deserve that tattoo. Excuse me? He has those tattoos? I think. Oh, those are real. I think once I remove our pictures here, you'll see who has those tattoos. I, I, I guess it's true. There. Oh. It's, it was you all along. I have that same tattoo on my Ooh. body. You just can't see it with too much hair. Lee Martin twist. The hair covers all those tattoos. It's Portuguese hair. That's it. By the pan. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wait. We'll put it in the pan. Uh, okay, so uh. to, to go off of what you were talking about with the Slaughterhouse Sorority, which the, the title I keep wanting to say what you said earlier, which is Sorority House Slaughter. Yeah, because that makes more sense to me. Yes. Uh, there's a there's an old horror movie from the '80s called Slaughterhouse. Yeah. And there's the the uh, sorority. What are those called? Like massacre sorority house yeah, massacre like sor- sorority party massacre. Yeah. With the Driller Killer, like there's those '80s yeah bad '80 movies that we used to watch. Those amazing slashers. Yeah, uh, th- those are fucking Citizen Kane compared to this. I mean, Jesus Christ. This. Okay. So at this point, this is our fourth episode of Lee Martin's The Midnight Hour. And they get better and better every week. We start off with Kill and Kill Again. We then did um, Die Laughing. Die Laughing. Wings of Satan. And here we are at Slaughterhouse Sorority. Wings of Satan. Oh, wow. It's tough to beat that one. Itty Bitty Satanica. Itty Bitty Satana. Here's the problem with me for these shows. I'm forgetting what happened in them. Well, they could all be the same episode because they're all basically the same episode. Yeah. Uh, okay, sorry. To get back on track with the Slaughterhouse Sorority thing. It starts off four college kids uh, playing strip poker. Two girls, two guys. They appear to be both couples. Um, one girl named Donna, who's not wearing a bra, loses and must take off her shirt. And she won't do it. So instead, the other... The other girl from last week's episode decides that they're going to have her overcome her fear of blood instead of showing her boobs. Her boobs. 
But here's the thing. The episode opens with them killing a dog with a pitchfork. Oh, yeah. And taking the dog's blood and filling up a bucket of blood. So this is a premeditated idea because they know she's not going to take her shirt off. How do they know she's not going to take her shirt off? Maybe she's a slut. There does seem to be a lot of preamble to their poker game. Like killing a dog, for instance. And I then, guess everybody does that by the band. <laughs> like, it makes you wonder, if they weren't coming over for poker, would he have still killed the dog? I, that's what I'm <laughs> like, saying. I don't, I don't know. Is that just... It's Tuesday. Is that the aunt? Yeah. Is that the aunt? The aunt told her her niece, "If you're going to be by the house by the pan, get that scurvy dog out of there. God get those damn. dags by the pan in the house." Oh, I don't want that flea-ridden mutt around the house there. Oh God, no! Go kill that dog. And they kill it with a pitchfork. Pitchfork, preferably. <laughs> yeah. I want what? it to die pain, painfully, like a pan. It's got to understand it's uh, it's uh, mankind's uh, power over it. And don't don't bring a girl in here and drown her in the pan because it's an Indian barrel ground. She'll be alive. She'll oh live through it. So dumb. Uh, okay, so, yeah, they, they put her head in a fucking bucket of dog's blood for 60 seconds, they said. 60 fucking seconds in a, in a swimming pool, you'll drown. 60 seconds is too long. Well, but he has a line where he goes, come on, babe. If I let you in the sorority, your career will take off. And if I get in his fraternity, he knows a guy who has a, uh, someone with the Yankees. I can get a face-to-face interview because I'm here in a baseball scholarship. Yeah, but again, that's a throwaway line. They're not even in a sorority house. They're at the aunt's house. Six hours away from the college because they mentioned that later. Oh, it's a six-hour drive to your aunt's house. We can get there by midnight. Huh? So it's 6 p.m.? <laughs> I don't know. And it looked like it was like noon because it was sunny outside. Yeah. And of course, this is Detroit sunny, so it must have been uh, uh, 10 a.m. Because <laughs> it's about to snow. There's a lot of questions. A... Why is it called Slaughterhouse Sorority? It has nothing to do with a sorority. No. It has nothing to do with a slaughterhouse until the very, very end. I guess you can consider that a slaughter. No. Killing three people is not a s- slaughter. No, you can't even say that because he doesn't kill the, the, the other guy. Doesn't die in the house. Yeah, and Donna doesn't. No one dies in the house except for the guy yes. who killed his, who dies by the girlfriend. Goes. I, he's the only one out of the four who die in the actual house. So in no, the actual house. The whole so title actually, yeah. doesn't make sense. No. It should be called the game of death or something, or just called, called strip co- strip strip poker gone awry. I don't I don't know something way more strip, honest. Well, something clever. So, um, which right, something clever. Call it bucket of blood. That, that has more relevance. Would be better. That would be making even more sense. You'd be referencing an old movie. Something. Have you ever found yourself with a bucket of blood and not knowing what to do with it? Well, in this episode, I figured what to do with it. Drink it. You put your head in it for 60 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> what? Here's some people that are bad at acting. Man. And the, they agreed. and they. Uh, but the part that I love the best is when they fucking hold that poor girl upside down <laughs> to put her head in the bucket. He's got his hands all over her cooter. Oh, yeah. Because she's getting really close to her panty line. And you're like, oh, my God. This is, uh, I think, um, 
Well, if this was a real shoot, it'd be illegal, but whatever. Yeah, and, and then you, you could tell that she said something because they cut and his legs, her hands are way up on her legs. Yeah, because uh, he keeps getting too close to my fucking cooter here. I think I, he dropped a digit. Can we just <laughs> re- reset the arms? You ain't playing a piano here. You're trying to duck my head in a fucking bucket. He, he checked my oil. I don't know what to do with that information, but he checked it. <laughs> And it's and it's it's not good today. You don't want to be checking my oil today. I'm not a court low, if you know what I mean. It's it's, it's ready to blow today. with oil. So I'm on my period. <laughs> Enough with the semantics. All right, there you go. All right, now let's Once duck my head in this bucket and uh, then throw me in the pan. Throw me in the pan. We can't afford a pond, so we had to use the pan. We never see the pond the we entire never see the episode. Pond. Yeah, it doesn't happen. Okay, because so because there is no pond. My favorite line right here, I saved the uh, the timestamp, is they put, hold her in the bucket. She drowns after like thirty seconds. After he said he, she could hold her breath for two minutes, and then he immediately starts like berating her of like she said she could hold it for two minutes. She must have lied, that bitch. But then he has a line. <laughs> All right, here it is. I'm sure. How could this happen? She was a semi-pro swimmer. She should have been able to hold her breath longer than that. She panicked and freaked. He made her face her worst fear and it killed her. How was I supposed to make you freak out? Initiations are always a bitch. It's not my fault she couldn't hack it. <laughs> that's the acting level we're working with. Yeah, uh, that's the uh, dialogue and the acting. Two great tastes that go great together. All right, so here's the trivia I found out. There's, oh, there's three little bits. Shocked. The original scooting, shooting script called for Donna to be hung upside down from a tree limb and be dunked into a, the vat of blood, causing her to drown. For safety reasons, her co-stars were asked to hold her and guide her descent into the vat. Yeah, much safer that way. Well, here's a thought. Why, when they drown Donna, do you need anything in there? You didn't see it. She right? had long hair. <laughs> The hair would, it's called, I do not believe in suspension of disbelief. It has to be real for the actors. <laughs> Whatever. While filming the final death scene, uh, pressurized tubing filled with stage blood exploded, spraying nearby cast crew and equipment. Oh, great. All right. This is the one I found funny from the opening stripper, stripping scene. When actress Alana Kanuski, the, the bitch resting cunt face girl, or not even resting, said, just cunt face girl. I like how it says actress. Yeah. Became concerned about the low tide of her bras in the opening strip poker scene. Duct tape was used to keep the garment from slipping to an acceptable, unacceptable level. Well, she had some honkers there. I'm so glad for that duct tape. I would like to have seen it. <laughs> oh, God. They weren't bad. She, she should be proud of them. Yeah, because but, her acting ain't going to get her to the next level. Well, it's one of those things where if I see the boobs, I'm like, oh, not. And I look at the face, I'm like, oh, now I wish I didn't see Beams. the boobs. Oh, your boobs. I don't want to make fun of this actress a lot. Just no for me. That's a no for me. Not that she's like, oh, dang. <laughs> but, you know. Damn it. She's probably happily married with five kids right now. All of them assholes. All of them. All of them. Uh... Ma, did you do that episode of that Slaughterhouse show? <laughs> no, honey. That's not me. Where don't was the Where was the sorority? I was just curious. Don't watch YouTube. You're not. You're grounded from YouTube. Can't I got a question about the pand. Why do you call it pants? Is this why you're scared of pans now? 
Are you really afraid of blood? Oh my god. Our next plot point after they drown down on accident is they're don't, gonna don't use that word for this show. Our next Plot. thing that happened was they decide to throw her in the in the pan without a bra, and uh, they take off her shirt and throw her in the pan. But we don't see that. It cuts to three month three months later, right? Yeah. Yeah, three months later. Three months later, they're at the college campus, which is it looks like it was shot outside a correctional facility yes. or some sort of jail, and they got a letter. And this is where we had to pause it. Because we wanted to do the math on it, because it was Dan. No, her name's not Donna. What's her name? Bra girl and generic white dude show up, and they're like, "Hey, tattoo guy, you got a letter sent from my 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 aunt's farm." It was so we had to pause it and go wait, because they have the dialogue about how her aunt owns the farm, but she doesn't live there. She's in Florida, so someone sent him a letter who shouldn't. He never lived there. It was her aunt's farm, but someone sent him a letter from her aunt's farm who and her aunt doesn't live there. It was it sounds easy when I'm, when I'm describing it, but when they say the dialogue, we're like, "Wait, what? Wait. <laughs> Slow the fuck down." Cuz here's the Oh, should we just Okay, let's play this scene cuz it was You, you can cuz it's it's free. <laughs> Yeah, his car was right there, so I mean, he's gonna be out of here pretty soon. I don't know. Oh, I never, I didn't hear their dialogue right here the first time. This is ad-libbing because yeah. they needed to fill time from making the ro- the walk to the car. His car must be coming around. Let's be coming around. Jake, wait. Mr. The Snake Jake, Roberts over wait. here. I got some stuff I gotta do. I'm not going back to the dorm. I don't need to ride back to the dorm. I just came from there. Amanda and I have been looking all over campus for you. For what? You got something in the mail today. So? It's from Iron Mountain. Look at the return address. Go on, look at it. Wouldn't they know Iron Mountain was it's from the farm. six hours away? Question, why did he have to go to Iron Mountain to mail it to him when all they're going off is the return address? He could have sent that from his dorm. Yeah. He explains that he took a day off class to go up yeah. there. Yeah. It's just- the farm... Okay, here Amanda's we go. aunt still lives there, right? Well, why would your aunt be writing me? She didn't write you, fool. I already told you. Ah! My aunt never goes there. She, she lives in Florida now. Oh, I don't, resting bitch face. Once we figured it out, it makes sense now, hearing it. But that first time, we're just like, Wait, who? Who's, who the fuck is your aunt? Why is she involved now? Uh. <laughs> No, because it's called sorority, Slaughterhouse Sorority, but it's at the aunt's house, six hours away. <laughs> from the college, or the from sorority. the college, where you would have the sorority house, and it's not even that she's trying to get into the sorority, they're just two couples playing strip poker with nothing to do with the sorority house. And on a show where you know you will not see nudity. Yes. Well, now, it would make more sense... As if they were wearing college sweaters with like the alphabetic tie shit on them. And she says, you're a pledge this week. And we're at my aunt's house because we had to get away from the craziness of pledge night. But you still got a pledge to be part of our sorority. Whatever. But they didn't do that. It, it, there, there is no connection. I guess they had to pay for sweaters and they weren't going to do that. <laughs> or a Sharpie and some white shirts. I mean, it's just, yeah. 
I mean, they put they had enough time to make that fake tattoo on that guy's chest. Oh, you wish that was fake. Oh wait, that wasn't <laughs> fake. Oh, no. that's Jake's real tattoos, and now it's yours. Ooh. Ooh. According to the poster, and a chick had a tattoo too. The bra girl. Oh, I didn't look. She has a tattoo on her side. If you go backwards, when she has her shirt off, she's got like a tattoo all the way up her uh, midsection on like the um, her butt cheek to her shoulder blade. I do see one here on her shoulder blade. I don't see one on the butt cheek, but well, I mean, that's, but it goes up like across her upper side. Yeah, something. Like, uh, you see that on the other side. I don't see anything over there. It's like Lady Gaga. She tattoos only one side of her body, though this is both sides. It's when she goes outside. You'll see it. Right here. Watch. Oh, okay. Right there. Yeah, see? It's the girl. It's the lady. It's the girl with the dragon tattoo. <laughs> only no anal raping in this episode. Unfortunately. Just digit dropping in anal just, cavities when they're holding her up. Just finger cooch. Finger cooch penetration. <clears throat> they go back. To Silver Mountain or whatever the fuck it was called. <laughs> I forgot. It doesn't matter. From Silver Mountain. There's no mountain there. There's and no they mountains. Take two cars, in- by the way. There's no mountains in Michigan. Why do you take two cars? <laughs> they didn't want to drive together. Yeah. <clears throat> it's easier for him to ditch them there. Okay. Well, yeah. That would be my first suspicion. They drive the six hours there. Uh, Jake goes inside. The boyfriend goes inside a moment later. The second they introduce, and you see Donna sitting there, and she, you hear her voice, but doesn't move, I go, Psycho. It's him. I expected him to be wearing her clothes, but that's, ain't the, that clever. that's the only thing I missed, is he wasn't wearing it's her clothes. It's not that clever. No, but... Because that ends up not even really... Being, called it. That's not even really the, the plot. That's not even the twist, either. And the twist is dumb as shit. She's, she's dead, and she's a, she's a killer. She's a ghost that kills him. It's, and she looks like a vampire, but she cuts his throat with a butcher knife. Yeah, yeah. You know who wrote this? Bam. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly who wrote this. Man. Uh, who wrote them all. Rod and, Sirloin. And directed it. No, it's a... Uh, <laughs> I wrote it down. Rob <laughs> Zerloin. Rob, <laughs> Rob Zerloin. <laughs> I knew we'd forget, Imagine so I wrote it down. Imagine, if you will, Rod Serling with no talent, grace, or dignity. A Rob Zombie version of Rod Serling. Rob Zerloin. Living dead zone. Living dead sorority girl. Um, He'll be your Frankenstein. Oh, sorry. And then Cherry Cherry Moon Zombie is going to be the sorority girl in every episode. She'll be both sorority girls and the guys. And the guys. She's versatile. I feel like he's going to soon like transition into her. <laughs> no. No, I know that that, that meme that I sent you of yeah. Jaws, Rob Zombie's Jaws, and she's the shark. Yeah. That was pretty clever. I don't know who made that one. That was, was she smart. also the swimmer? Probably. It looked like they also put his her face over the swimmer. I couldn't tell, though. Uh, well, hey, he loves his wife. It's a very nice, uh, lovely romance. Does he have a three-way now? Is that what I hear? Three-way? I thought I saw... Uh, I follow, like... That's, that's Taki Watiti. With Tessa Thompson. Um... Taiki Watiti and his girlfriend are having uh, an open relationship with Tessa Thompson. Hey, go for it. 
Oh, no. Good for him. Fuck yeah. That'd be Especially fun. Tessa Thompson. Oh, man. And her fake stunt button, stunt button Westworld. And boobs. I don't think that was her body. That no, was obviously it was CG. Else. They yeah, filmed it, it in the dark. That's <laughs> how you know, yeah. I was watching, I'm like, oh. Yeah. That's that pro- ain't her body. That's probably fairly, fairly accurate, but, eh. Which is kind of, you feel like she'd be down for that. I don't think she, uh, I don't know. Maybe she's just, uh, she thinks she has a frumpy butt. <laughs> I don't know. The one part of myself that I hate is my butt. They didn't and have to the show way. it. I have a terrible butt. I don't have a butt. I have white man butt. I have Hank Hill butt. <laughs> you don't have an ass. I have an ass. I don't. That's horrible. I need to do more more uh, <laughs> squats. Hey. I'd be a terrible gay man. No gay would ever love me. Still got a hole. No, nope, it's not enough. <laughs> I think you say no. I don't have it. <laughs> no, I got it sewn over, man. No, I got rid of it. Got a rash on it. They had to sew it shut. I poo, I poo in a bag. <laughs> I wash myself with a I rag on a stick. <laughs> I don't know why I they reminded me of that. I want to be a lardo just like dad. Yeah. <laughs> I love how excited he is after that. <laughs> <laughs> and then that part where he's on the couch and he's got the broom. Oh, you just oh, oh, look, he's trying to get up. <laughs> They're watching oh, like a TV oh. show. <laughs> Uh, I just want to watch Hawk if you're horny in peace. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, sir. We can't. Our our seats cannot accommodate your a man um, of your size. A man of your size. Please let us give you a, a free garbage bag full of popcorn. A complimentary free bag of <laughs> trash bag of popcorn. A, tra- a garbage <laughs> bag full of popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> and then he takes it. Oh God, it was good. All right. Um, we uh, often go into the Simpsons episodes, but let's. Oh yeah. There's really one more thing that happens is the characters one at a time. Uh, the dude, the generic white dude, goes in, uh, sees the friend's body, gets chased out, gets stabbed to death. The it cuts to three months later again, and we see the bitch girl sitting in the car. <laughs> it felt yeah, like it was months later, and she's like, "Yeah, it was funny." <clears throat> she gets out of the car. Uh, everybody's taking a trip forever. This is boring. You see those wicked car seats, those covers on it? It's yeah, it so Michigan. Rose. All right, let's see those because that is. You know, you know that's her her uh, artwork for her tattoo on her uh, ass. Oh yeah. I have a flower on my ass. I'm guessing this is the red light of the recording button on the camera. Probably. Uh, your film crew, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there they are. There's a light. Yeah, there's yeah, another light. Yeah, look at those car seats. Look at that. That's some... You know that her back tattoo is all the way down her ass. Real reason I'm screen sharing is because she goes in, pulls out another gun we never was this were told about, and yes. shoots Donna. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Do some more, man. I shot you! You should be dead! Dead. Then she's got the lighter. Jake! It's Donna! Mr. The Snake this is the best. No, keep going. This is the best part of the episode. Oh, I was going to play just his... Fast forward a little yeah. bit to just his yeah, impression. Yeah, he has a little speech before that. Oh she's my god. Dead. Fuck it. Of course she's dead. She's been dead since the day we left her in the pond. I Damn. know. 
I went back and fished her out before the police got there. I put her in the big fridge in the basement. Fridge, not freezer. You no, know, I've always been afraid of dead bodies, but I just I couldn't imagine never seeing her again. No, she she talked just now. She talked to me. I heard her. You mean like this, Amanda? <laughs> Jake, what are you doing? After Donna died, I missed her so much. It was easier if I pretended to have conversations with her. After a while, I could even speak in her voice. See, he did this. But the letter. Who sent the letter? Correct that one episode. Remember the guy went in the attic, and the dead person talked to him. Because at the end it says, "Well, she's been there for three months, dead. How come I heard her talk to me?" Like that was so bad. That well, was you like, see that. Uh, <laughs> I was I was uh, thrown into the pan. I didn't like it, so I came back from the dead. Oh uh, yeah, you put you being an Indian burial ground here, there. You know, like the Pet Cemetery film. Yeah, same thing, same idea. Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> Sometimes they come back. You know what Stephen King says. Oh yeah, but that was a greaser. I'm not a greaser. I didn't come back as a '50s punk. No, it was nothing like that. Just you know, I came oh, back no. like Gage and and like that little kid well, Gage. Actually, you know, I, I'm dead. I mean, I, I, he put me in the fridge and I rotted a lot faster. Than <laughs> he should have put me in the freezer. That would have been smarter. That's why I look like I'm wearing a Halloween mask. He's kind of a stupid guy, actually. Yeah. He's got that awful tattoo. Yeah. Well, life's a gamble. What can you do? You know. Oh man. Anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and kill him now. I'm going to kill you now because I'm, I'm the undead. He takes her out back and drowns her in the same bucket of blood. And yes. then he goes inside. And then Donna turns out she's missing. and it, Or she is missing. It turns out she's a an actual zo- zombie, whatever she is, and kills him by slicing his throat open while giggling the whole time. Living dead girl. Living dead girl. Uh, Here we go. We gotta show this because I love. They show the knife go across his throat and nothing. Yeah. There's no. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the bu- the blood caps on his mouth. I think you see a bra line there. I think it's the same girl. Uh, yeah, this bra line. That girl was wearing a bra the whole time. She could have just taken her shirt off. She was a liar. liar could have avoided this whole situation. Jesus Christ. Okay, so the end result of a strip poker game is four dead people who I, I'm glad are dead. How am I supposed yeah. to feel here? Uh, I don't think you're supposed to feel at all. Part of the problem with these shows is they're all like super trashy people, and I actually don't give a shit if they die or not. Well, it's like a Rob Zombie movie. They're all they're all the circus performers, yeah, carnival acts. But at least they make them the killers. They're not the people you're hoping survive. Yeah. Like uh, Chris, uh, what's his name? Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. He he's a regular dude in that, but he plays like a stoner, doesn't he? House of Thousand Corpses. That movie's fucking awful. No, that was Ray Ray Wilson was in House of Thousand Corpses. No, they both are. Are they really? Yeah. uh, Chris Harbick is like alcoholic at the time, so he's like super bloated. Most people don't even recognize him. Yeah, I'll pull up a picture. Yeah, I didn't know that. Huh. And now he's married to the richest family in American history. 
Yes, and he has a house from the twenties, and he fills with like pinball machines. Good for him. Oh fuck yeah! I love all Bastard. the all the shit that came out about him. Yeah, it ended up being nothing. He doesn't touch him at all. It ended up being like he's kind of a bad boyfriend or used to be, and well, that was what it was. She, she was a bitch, and she it's, probably deserved it. And it's funny because I listen to I, I listen to his podcast, and he has his exes on all the time. Yeah, he gets along with his exes like great, like really well, and I'm like, yeah. No, I don't believe her at all. Okay. The X's and the O's want me. So here's Chris Harwick in that movie. Is that really Chris Harwick right there? Wow. Wow. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah, he's... uh, It looks like Sean Astin. There's Rain Wilson and Chris Harwick. (laughs) Wow, that's shocking. Yeah. He said he was... He listened to his podcast, like I said, and he said he was just super drunk throughout... Most of the movie. Yeah, well, this period of time. And, he, you know, he lost weight once he stopped drinking. Yeah. There's, like, Matthew Perry there. It's Rain Wilson. There's there's Chris Hardaway. Oh, man. Yeah, it's always a fish thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chris Hardwick has the long hair. and he's just Wow, chunky. yeah, I haven't seen that movie in forever. It's awful. It turns yeah. into a literal haunted house ride at the end. And, and yeah. it goes on for 25 minutes, and I'm like, oh, God damn it, end. I do like Devil's Rejects somewhat. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. It's appropriately over the top what yeah. it should be. It's that that feels more grindhousey what he's going and then for. He, he wrecked it by doing a direct sequel where they live. I never saw that. That yeah, it's terrible. I mean I didn't watch it, but I'm just like, you know what, you can't do that. You can't end the Devil's Rejects and then ruin the Devil's Rejects by doing a sequel about the Devil's Rejects. Yeah, because it ended Perfectly fine, like with that. Oh, it's great. Uh, what was the it? Uh, great. Freebird was playing. Yeah, right? it's no, perfect. no, it wasn't Freebird. It, free it was. It was Freebird. Oh, I thought it was the other one that they did. Um, no, it's free. It's the long version of Freebird because it's like fucking. Yeah, it is. End sequence is twenty minutes long. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to picture it now. Yeah, it is. It is Freebird, and it's. Yeah. It's a great ending. It's it's a fun ending. It's not a great movie, but it's a fun movie. Yeah, I think it's it's pretty much. For a while there, I think it was the perfect ending to a horror movie. Yeah. And now he kind of ruined it by doing a sequel. Yeah. Well, it's that... like how they ruined Halloween by making five different spinoffs of this fucking mythology. Well, I think part of the reason that movie works and the rest of his don't is because that's his most Tarantino movie. Yeah. He was clearly inspired by Tarantino for that movie. Yeah, absolutely. And the rest of them are just out of his own mind. And well, if like... you watch, uh, you ever see Lords of Salem, that's no. a Stanley Kubrick movie. It is all Stanley Kubrick shots. It's all Stanley Kubrick-esque. It's not bad. I, I don't hate it. It's actually, it's so pretentious, though, but yeah. it's like, kind of works. I kind of enjoyed it. There's some neat stuff in there, but nobody, I think everybody wants to hate Rob Zombie just to hate him. I, I think right? he's a fascinating person and funny as hell. Yeah. Him as a person, I love him. Yeah. Uh, him as a filmmaker, no. Not, not a fan. Him as a musician, Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Mostly no. I like White Zombie. Uh, his music, yeah. Rob, Rob Zombie's. Um, I just, I, it's too grunty and like you can sing better than this. Like, come on. Well, it's just it's that it's that what the rockabilly stuff. Is yeah, that what it is. Or... I like I like White Zombie, the more human than human song. It's yeah, good. yeah. But uh, Thunder Kiss '65. And then you get him by himself, and I don't know. I, yeah. just, I just don't care. It's not my style of music, though. So. Yeah, but it's way better than most of that style of music. So yeah, you kind of get it. Even if I turn it off every time he comes on, yeah, yeah, I yeah. St- it's just not my type of music. But him when he's yeah. on podcast, he's funny as hell and fascinating. 
No, yeah, I, I like him a lot. Like he'd be a fun guy to know and hang out with. Yeah, but yeah I'm just not the biggest fan of his stuff. It's just like, eh. Thirty three was terrible. I didn't. I, I've only that, seen that those two movies. So bad. That movie's. Oh awful. no. I've seen so I've seen uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, yeah. and the two Halloween movies, and yeah, that's it. I've seen Lords of Salem. I've seen Thirty Three, and I think that's it. What else has he done? I think that's it. <laughs> so you've seen them all. No, no, it's funny because if you watch about Joe Rogan when he talked about the movies he never got to make, they actually sound really good. Like, I want to see him make non-horror movies. I think he's a good visual director. Yeah. He just can't write his scripts. I, I just think don't, could, don't make everyone make super white movie. trashy. Like, well, yeah, it's a thing. Like, yeah. Like, he, has a, he wanted to do a 76 Philadelphia Flyers movie, and he talked about it on Joe Rogan, and he said it was all lined up, ready to go. Last minute, all the money fell apart. We couldn't do it. But he said this was a great story. You're talking about it's one of the best sports stories in history where the 1975, they're the worst team in hockey, and then the next year they win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And they're like the, they're just the dirtiest team in the world, and they win the Stanley Cup. And it's just such a great like juxtaposition because they wanted to do a scene where they have like a parade and they're giving them the finger like everybody in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. The Sixers. And it just – to have that, that would be a great movie. That would be hilarious. An anti-miracle. Exactly. Philadelphia is the worst fucking city ever. Yes. Especially for sports. But Frank. He also did uh, Three from Hell. which in, That's the sequel, right? That's the sequel to Devil's okay. Rejects. Yes. Yeah, that one I didn't that see. That one kind of ruins Devil's Rejects. So you've literally seen all see of them. It. Oh, I did not see it. So that's either. the one you didn't see. Okay. I didn't see that one because I was like, eh. I don't want to. I, you ruined Deals Rejects by not killing them. And now he's doing the Monsters movie. Well, we'll see Which, if that actually gets made. Oh, he's making it right now. He's just had Instagram photos out. He's making it. It's in Bulgaria. He's shooting it in Bulgaria for Christ's sake. Is Cage in it? No, it's just it's his wife. Of course. It's the other guy from 33 and a few other of his movies. That really skinny and, dude? Yeah, it's the guy with like, he looks like Dave Grohl kind of. And then the other guy uh, is from his other movie. He's using the same cast for all his other movies. Basically. Well, that one guy's dead, I think. Yeah, Sid Haig's dead. Yeah, yeah. He's been oh, dead for not, a while. Not Sid Haig. I thought the other guy died, too. Which one? I thought Bill Mosley died. But I guess no, not. Bill Mosley's still alive. Okay, yeah, I guess he is. For yeah, some reason, I thought alive. I heard that he died. No. So Jeff Daniel Phillips, is that the guy, that the Dave Grohl guy? I guess. Yeah, that's the Dave Grohl guy. Yeah, I, I <laughs> looking at yeah. him. He's yeah, in Westworld. Yeah. Yeah, was okay. he in Westworld? Yeah, shows he was. There's Tenderloin. Oh, who? Yeah, what was he in no Westworld? No idea. Uh, Tenderloin. Emilio Rivera's in it. Huh? He's a guy you'll recognize. He's from uh, the uh, what's it called? Sons of Anarchy and the Mayans. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. That Hispanic man. Yeah, he's obviously. Good. He's in Venom. I forgot there's a new Venom. I forgot there's a new Venom movie, too. Oh, it's the shortest movie you'll ever watch. Oh, good. It's funny. It's the funniest Marvel movie you're ever going to watch because Tom Hardy's don't give a shit. Yeah. Tom Hardy is hilarious. He's funny. He genuinely likes Venom, and he has fun making those movies, but the movies themselves are no good, but he's so good you don't care. It's like you don't watch the movie because it's a movie. It's a Tom Hardy joint. You think that would apply to Rob Zombie movies too, but it doesn't. No. 
I give this episode a two. <laughs> oh God. Okay, Midnight Hour Slaughterhouse Sorority. Um, yeah. It gets a nine for the worst thing ever, and it gets a two in quality. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a two as well. Yeah, that's um, terrible. We always give it two scores. One is like, what does it actually deserve? That's going to be the two. As far as entertainment, bad movie, bad episode yes. entertainment. It rivals honest, inside number nine. No, I, I'm honestly going lower. This one I didn't get much out of other than panned. Oh, God. She, other than the way she pronounced the word pond. Panned. Okay. Take it to the pan. I'm from the same state these people are. Why can I speak and they can't? <laughs> they can't. Regional. Although to be no, even though to be fair, when I moved to LA, y- you guys in school harassed me on some words. I had to get over them. Oh. But I, you hear Matt talk, and he's from Minnesota, and he's oh, he, he was way accent. worse. His accent. Oh no, yeah, his accent. Way still... thicker. Yeah. But I had some words, and I'm like, all right, I need to learn how to say these words. I got rid of pop. Pop's gone. Yeah, that's, yeah that was soda. Weird. Yeah, my mom will not accept that. Oh no, it's pop. What are you doing right now? I'm going through. I'm trying to say caramel instead, instead of caramel. That's fine. Um, I'm trying to say crayon. Crayon. I say crayon. Crayon. Yeah, that's regional. Oh, give me that blue crayon. Yeah, it's really hard to get over those two. It's Her- not as bad as a Baltimore accent, though. No, no, Baltimore's not. Baltimore. Well, I was hoping down to downtown Baltimore. I'm gonna go get to. I'm gonna go down to Arl. They can't even say the name of their own city. It's Baltimore. Walk down. You just walked down to Arl. Baltimore. You got married. <laughs> walk down the Arl. Get a Arl. car. Get, I'm gonna wash my car. Wash my car and take the Beano. <laughs> That's a train. The Beano. I still vote Boston as the worst accent every time. That was pretty bad. Especially Kevin Costner does it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there, Bobby. What are you doing, Bobby? Ask not. Um, uh, you know. Uh... <laughs> and that, that 13 days of... Uh... It's called 13 it? Days. 13 Days, yeah. It's just 13 I like that movie. No, yeah, I know you like that movie. I haven't watched yeah. that in a long, long time. It's good. Oh, there, Bobby. It's not... It's something I like to watch because of the... It's not great. It's just it's solid. It is what it yeah. is. It, it it's like a TV movie kind of sort of right, thing where yeah, you're yeah. you're not really holding it in the regard like, like judging against other movies. You're kind of going. I think pretty good for what it is. Frankenheimer movie. I was just gonna say that because Frankenheimer has a lot of these kind of movies. Yeah. Did you find out if you had that movie that I showed you? Which one? The Don Johnson one. Oh, I can look right now. Yeah, because I have it for you. I got it for a dollar. You have the Don Johnson one? Oh, damn you. I thought I found gold. I thought it was like, oh my God, this is the rarest DVD ever. No, no, I got it. Let's see if it's any okay, good, well, though. I'll watch it. Yeah, how's the CD? It's, my disc is missed. It's flawless. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Nobody's ever watched this. <laughs> what I was saying, I, watch it. I was trying to say, but I was too busy, is the guy from like uh, uh, Home Improvements on it. The big oh. dude with the beard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The character actor. Yeah. yeah. I don't he's know his name. Yeah. yeah. But he's in that movie. Um, That's funny. It's not a bad movie. It's just a, like a super forgettable movie. It looks like an HBO movie like from the 90s. Yeah. He did a lot of those that's kind of movies. Looks, yeah, that's what it looks like. 
Yeah, I want to say I read the, I read the synopsis. I was like, yeah, I, I'd, I'd watch that. I, I probably will. William Forsyth in Amazon. William Forsyth. Yeah, I'll watch anything he's in. Oh yeah, he's great. He's good. Flat top himself. Oh yeah. I'm trying to. I think I'm going to look right now to buy Beetlejuice on Blu-ray. Yeah, just the only reason I don't buy that one is there's no special features on it. I want there to do like behind the scenes and have Michael Keaton do a commentary, but that's never going to happen. <laughs> God, that'd be amazing if he did that. Yeah, but I don't know why. Twenty two ninety nine on four K. Yeah, it's too much. Or Blu Ray for four dollars and seventy seven cents. You could you could go to fucking Best Buy and get the four K for twelve bucks. It's probably on sale. I'm gonna buy it for four dollars and seventy seven cents right now. Oh, for Blu Ray? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, if we want to watch Blu-ray's- it. Blu-ray is just as good as 4K. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, what the fuck? How much clearer does something have to be? It's like, oh my god, I can see every pore in their face. Yeah, well, I don't want to see that. I had this conversation with Adam a bunch. I was like, yeah. it's not worth... It depends. If it's $5 more or $10 more for the sure, 4K. Yeah. Because the 4K comes with the Blu-ray as well, so fuck it. Yeah. But yeah. if it's $30 more for a 4K, yeah, I, I don't care. No, yeah. Uh, it really depends on the movie. Like certain movies, I like in 4K. Yeah. Like I have the Ghostbusters in 4K. I don't know if I'll ever watch it in 4K. Yeah. Because why? I, I used to watch that on a, a self-recorded VHS. I never actually owned the v- actual VHS of it. It was just recorded right. off TV, and that mm-hmm. was good enough for 20 years for me. So. Right. Yeah. So I'm good with that. But yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, Oh, uh, the Burbs Shout Factory is eighteen ninety nine right now. There you go. That's worth buying. Lee Martin. I, should we have him on? I'd love to have him on. And and can we have him on and not harass him? I wouldn't harass him. Okay, I just want to make sure. Because if we have him on, no, I want to I ask him I don't, actual I don't, questions. I, w- I would not make fun of him because, hey, it's hard to make anything. That's what we said. Yeah, so, it, so I got all, he got all the credit in the world for him working his ass off doing this. Oh yeah, the, he wrote just, and directed every single episode. Yeah, that's a insane amount of work if you've never done something like that. It's lots of work. It's it's impressive that he did seven full seasons of a show in one yes. a month. That's a good schedule to do, and for no money, holy shit, that's yeah. that's like making a bunch of independent films like. Non-stop for seven years. It's just yeah, crazy. And, and and you're working with people who are working for free, basically, and everybody's putting their time in because they. I mean, that that's got to say something about the person right there. He's got to be that's somewhat. You know, um, he's got to be really easy, smooth to work with. Um, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I want to talk to him. Is is it's an interesting story and something I knew nothing about before I heard, finally looked at this show. And I'm like, oh. What the hell's this? And and, I, and the more I dig mo- deeper into it, the more fascinated I am by the actual man. Or he's just a big fat asshole, and everyone's afraid of him. Yeah, but if well, you're I afraid of him, you, you just go, "Okay, I won't show up tomorrow." Uh, I told you to put the camera over <laughs> here. Do you want me to kill your mother? I just want to know how. Talk about his inspirations, because I I, I want to know how much he actually watched Twilight Zone and Tales from the Crypt. Because I'm yes. getting like a twist of those two shows combined with this. Okay, so here you go. Speaking of a 4K, the differences between a 4K and a Blu-ray. 4K, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, Collector's Edition 4K, $36.99. Halloween, Season of the Witch, Special Features, same thing, Blu-ray, $14.99. Yeah. Big difference. 
and you will not notice any difference when you're watching it. I would say no. No, you're going to be too busy looking at those Tom Atkins abs when he's, when he's fucking that girl and then ask for her age. You know what he said? I was watching this documentary on horror movies and Tom Atkins was all talking about Halloween 3. And he goes, I think there's nudity in there. I think you see my ass. And he goes, when I had an ass. He said, when I, back when I had one. He said, that was hilarious. And the woman next door was my wife at the time. The bug lady? Said, she's the one She's the one that gets her face shut off. Yeah. And I'm screwing the girl next to my wife in the other room. I thought that was kind of weird. That's what, he's funny. That Tom Atkins is pretty funny. Yeah. He's well, pretty I, awesome. I think he's aware he shouldn't have had the career he did. Yeah, well, he even <laughs> says that. He talked about that. Yeah. He goes, what the hell character am I? He goes, I'm a drunk <laughs> doctor who just... Womanizer. Bangs women left. Right. He talked about the fog, too. He goes, the first thing in the fog, I'm with Jodie Foster. Or not Jodie Foster. <laughs> Jamie, Lee Jamie Lee Curtis. And he goes... The first thing she says is, are you weird? And I said, yeah. And then we bang. That's what he said. Uh, it was funny. He goes, they were in bed together. That's just bizarre. Yeah. Like, what the hell? This is pretty funny. He's a fascinating man. And he's good. And, and he's got one of the best lines of movie history. Uh, Maniac Cop, where he goes, this story could be bigger than AIDS. <laughs> That's one of the greatest lines in cinema history. Oh, I haven't seen that in a while. It's not good. No. I do want to see Night of the Creeps. I have not, or, uh, is it Night of the Creeps? Yeah. I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen it either. I need to watch that one. Yeah. That one's supposed to be really good. I also want to watch the Maniac Cop sequels. Because yeah, I imagine they only get worse. Uh, uh, Bruce Campbell's in them. Oh. He's in one of them. He's in the first one, I think. Oh, okay. I've seen the first one. I have not seen the others. I've only seen the first one. That was a long time ago. Like VHS rental days. Yeah, yeah. But Well, get Shutter on Amazon. They have every... Horror, like they have lots of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I have them. Pretty, if you have Shutter, oh, Shutter's great. I'm no, I, I mean, I, I have the Maniac Cop movies. I just oh, okay. There's so many movies I need to watch that I just can't. Well, Shutter has a lot of them. It has a lot of Italian horror movies. I just watched Society today. I've never seen that movie before. That was actually an oh, interesting movie. Oh, is that the head backward shower thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Society was pretty interesting. I've never seen that, but Society I know about that. Society was pretty good. The dad is a butthead. He goes, "You called me a butthead, son." <laughs> <laughs> like, it was oh, funny. It's the movie it was that Red Letter Media or J always says like the yeah. less you know the better. So I don't want to know too much. Yeah, no, it, it actually not a bad. It's not bad. Yeah, it was actually kind of surprisingly interesting. And there's some really cool effects. And you're like, oh wow, it's kind of gross, but it's interesting. A lot of those movies I haven't seen. Like I haven't seen that or Videodrome or even Scanners oh, all the way. That's like rough. most Cronenberg movies I haven't seen. Yeah, I don't. It's just not my. It's not my style of movie. Yeah, you like you're not you don't like those perverted horror movies. I don't like the well. Then going back to what we talked about with Adam, I don't like that kind of horror. I don't care. Body horror, yeah. I just don't care. Existential dread horror. Yeah, it does nothing for me. Yeah, I want people in a situation they they need to figure out how to get out of. That's yeah. more of my style. That's why you like the Saw movies. That's why I a guilty pleasure like the Saw movies. That's why I like yeah. it follows. I've never seen. Any Saw movie except for the first one. Yeah. Well, you're not missing a whole lot. It's a no, lot. I figured. Of, it's a lot like this show. A lot of bad acting and a lot of stories that you're like, wait, what? You hey, get Shawnee Sha- Smith. Shawnee Smith. I was hoping to be quicker on the on the button there, but I overshot it. It's a bomb! He's got a bomb! 
That musical sting is yeah. just so stupid. <laughs> Mick Garris, why did you have that musical sting? It doesn't work. If you had her get electrocuted, you fell. With no music, it would have been fine. Yes. That weird Disney music plays over. What were you thinking? <laughs> what is that? Why? Why? It's a bomb! He's got a bomb! <laughs> it's such a cheesy so music sting. It's such a fucking Disney movie sequence. Like, like the fucking bell running down the hill with wolves and shit. But they're all singing. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy some Beetlejuice. I haven't seen that movie in probably 20 years. A good one. We're here for your daughter, Chuck. Ah! Hang, hang. Good one. All right. Uh, well, I guess we should leave. Yeah. Um, Overstayed your welcome by an hour. I don't know what we're doing next time. I know we're next week. We're doing Halloween on the next Saturday on on October 30th. We're going to do that for sure, though. Yes. I okay. don't know what we're doing alongside it. Yeah. Maybe Halloween 2? Ooh, yeah. Thought I don't know. We'll talk. Yeah, but I'll be in a hotel room, so it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. I'll but... have a different. I'll have a different background. How exciting! Oh, it's been a while. I'm gonna have to bring my laptop and my my gear. All right. Uh, yeah. So that's the only plan for next week. Uh, what we were supposed to do two cage movies today, but that got thrown away. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're. Ever, I, it's probably gonna have to get that movie on. A pay-per-view or something when yeah, it ever comes out figure something out we won't do it next week just in case but no. i'm not even gonna play nobody for nobody it. cares nobody cares nobody cares about the nick cage movies i do i know but that's it it's an entirely selfish show everything i do is entirely selfish i just want to well, do of it. course nobody <laughs> watches this shit no we had one guy show up who said oh i fucked up and, and read that wrong uh for bernie clifton yeah he thought it was a Tony Clifton thing and left. We have British listeners for half of the Inside Number Nine, right? Yeah, oh, all of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it appears to be the only people that tune in here. Fantastic. But anyway, uh, well, well, let me just say real quick: our next two episodes that we plan on doing, maybe we'll just do this. <laughs> I don't know. I do want to get yes. to Halloween though. What is Inside Number Nine Six Hundred Two? Simon says another soul foodie one from YouTube, and now I completely trust that person. Yes. And then um, the next Lee Martin's Midnight Hour is Six Twelve: The Damn Die Naked, which oh, which that title has nothing to do with the episode as this one just oh, yeah. proved. This this title that title should work for this episode actually. It would make more sense. Yeah. She was damned because she came back from the dead. Actually, and she died I naked. Fucked up. That was this title. I screwed up. Sorority House, Slaughterhouse Sorority. Fuck this episode title. I hate it in every way. It's it's sloppily written and sloppily titled. It's like just titled to get your attention if you're watching on flipping through the channels and you're yeah. eating Doritos and baked and Mountain Dew and you know your tiny whities and you're scratching your balls. This episode was from 2011, December 2nd, 2011. Wow, that was 10 years. To 11, 10 years ago. Yeah. Oh, my God. Almost. That's sad. Yeah. Okay. Um, four college co-eds spend the weekend at a lonely farmhouse where a game of strip poker leads to a lethal hazing and months later, a grisly murder. But it wasn't a hazing. It was. Not really. She was, was, she was doing that to get into the sorority. That's a hazing. 
No, but it was the poker game. She did that in lieu of showing off her boobies. Yeah. So it became a haze. Yeah. But it really, it wasn't a haze. The strip poker game was supposed to be the hazing. She refused to play the strip poker game. The blood thing became the next part of it. I, I'll agree with that synopsis, but the title's still stupid as hell. You're giving him too much credit? <laughs> it's a guarantee he wrote that synopsis on IMDb. Absolutely. Crazy. Lee Martin, if you'll be so kind as to be on, we'd love to have you. We will not harass you at all. I'm genuinely no. curious about how you got this shit made for seven years. Yeah, yeah. that's a feat. Um, but yeah, other than that... Uh, like I said, this show would be fine on Shudder. Yeah, like Shutter could—it's uh, on par with anything on Shutter. I've seen garbage on Shutter that's shit, but they still get a distribution. I mean, shit, why not put this up there? I bet you would find a cult following. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if there's some rights to that, or I don't know how that works. I—I I I did message him a while ago about DVDs, and he's like, "It's oh, yeah, too complicated yeah. or too yeah, pricey." Made no sense. Yeah, selling to Shutter might be a good idea for them. Sure, I mean, why not? Should I set that up for them? <laughs> Look into yeah, setting it up. See if we can... manager. Go, go, go get your 10%. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got five kids to feed. All right, let's get out of here. For me, LIWstudios.com, Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube. If you listen to the podcast, you can watch the live videos or watch them afterwards. Who cares? For this show. And also, LIWtwas in Review, we do live as well. The Cagecast, we do live. We're doing John Carpenter review next week for Halloween. Uh, too many live shows and not enough viewers. But I don't really care. We're a podcast. Fuck it. Yeah. Those are my plugs. What about you? King of the Scream. <laughs> so you, said, you flat out said Scream that time. It's King of the Scream. <laughs> yeah, but you said with M. Oh, oh did I? <laughs> yes. King of the Screamer. Uh, still... Yeah. I don't think it's ah. up yet. I think we're going to record some episodes and have them on standby. S C R E E N. Yes, screen. It's in the notes of this podcast for for looking. Scran, scran. Scran in the screen. Stephen King in the screen. There you go. All right. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Take, take it. So long, citizens. Talk to you later, there, Lee Martin. See you by the pan. Now, picture this says Lee at the end of it. I want you to fuck me, Lee. Lee. By the pan. <laughs> fuck me in the pan. The pan. Citizens of Wonderland, rejoice in the fact that we have covered another episode on the podcast. Go to liwstudios.com for more videos and podcasts. Subscribe to Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube. Search on Amazon for books by Richard Pierce. Until next time, and in the meantime, we are Phoenix West, Dick Dickett and Jansen Carlin. Nope. So long citizens. All hail our glorious leader. Shut off the fucking podcast now. I don't think Jansen's coming back. Every time I talk to him, he has a <sighs> mysterious family member who just arrived and he has to go to dinner with, like he's just on a sitcom.
<laughs> my boss is here. I can't talk. <laughs> yeah. My boss is over. I gotta get the big promotion. I gotta have I dinner go perfectly right. Sorry, honey. I gotta do this. It's yeah, it's first season of Family Guy with the Mr. Weed comes over and he chokes on a biscuit. I, I, I gotta <sighs> uh I gotta do a haze for a sorority house and I'm doing strip poker. I picture his life like uh Darren and what's her name? Tilda Matilda, whatever they are oh, from Bewitched. She, she, yeah. And he just constantly has his boss over for dinner every single fucking night, every episode. Yeah. No witch shenanigans. <laughs> Whoa! All right, bye. But, uh, so, so oh. Tuesday, we're doing something. Oh, oh all right, bye, bye.